All right. So, hey guys, welcome back. And if you're new here, we talk all about different topics in history, and we compare them、um, with the new and the old versions. We hope you enjoy the newest episode featuring the new imperialism versus old imperialism. We also will have a trivia breakdown throughout the podcast. So first off, let's like define imperialism.、Um, it's said to be a policy of extending a country's power and inf- and influence through diplomacy or military force. So we're gonna start off with the old imperialism and a few things about it.、Um, the countries that were mainly involved in old imperialism were Spain, Portugal, the Netherlands, France, Britain, and then Spain and Portugal played a very predominant role in the 1500s. Whereas in the 1600s, major roles were played by France, Britain, and the Netherlands. So that's mainly about like the countries and how they affected old imperialism, and then a whole another aspect of this is the economics. So old imperialism of the 16th and 17th centuries focused mainly on gold, glory, and God, which is one of the major sayings that have been brought up throughout history. It's a very popular saying and it's very well known,、um, and it's the motivation for exploration. Stories of mythical cities of gold and promises of riches kept the Europeans searching all over the world, mostly the Americas,、um, tearing through native populations, and the world. Wait. <laughs> and claiming land for their nations. This land was used for slave labor and the production of raw materials they couldn't produce for themselves. However, this harsh lifestyle enforced by Europeans was lost to revolutions and revolts by many natives and slaves. And then, old imperialism was driven by economic purposes, which were categorized under the slogan of the three G's, which there again brings up our gold, glory, and God statement, which is known as the three G's.、Um, very, very important thing to remember. However, what old imperialists sought included precious metals and producible goods like perfume, spices, silk, and etc. Other things like that from Asia. Cash crops and land from North America were very, very important, and then as well as human labor and ivory from Africa as a whole. Moving on to the more religious aspects of old imperialism, their main religions were Roman Catholic. And that was like the biggest one there, the main religion that they had, and the technology of old imperialism was very interesting. A lot of what would you say?、Um, like weapons. Yes, weaponry, newfound weaponry.、Um, these would include cannons, muskets. Naval vessels, which attracted natives, while new imperialism witnessed the use of canine vaccine, which was for malaria. <laughs> um. 
the malaria. Do you want me to say this part? Okay. I'll just remember to cut that out. Okay, ready? Um, new imperialism had the vaccine for malaria. Machine guns were a huge deal now um, for the bombardment of aggressive areas, as well as the railroad and steamboat, which were both created to make transportation much more easier. The telegraph was created for much easier communication, which was very difficult before this time as people would have to send letters and they'd have to get sent through the mail by horse and buggy delivering them or, and it would just take a really long time to get your message across. So the telegraph was a very, very prominent invention that actually um, produced its way up into what we have today. Um, The nature of the old imperial state was fundamentally a commercial revolution. Asia and Africa were commercial empires where new trade routes were explored. And then settlements in these places were founded and a political rule was eventually established. So that's just a little rundown on what we have in the old imperialism. And Emily is going to talk a little little bit about the new imperialism and how it's different from old imperialism. Okay, so new imperialism (laughs) focuses on the extension of a nation's influence over another. Rather than conquering another nation, governments will seek to establish military bases, use colonies for cheap resources, and use their markets to sell manufactured goods. Most new imperialist endeavors focused on Asia, the Middle East, and Africa. New imperialism instead was inspired by a larger economic purpose. This includes the need for cheap raw materials, which include precious metals, vegetables, oils, dyes, cottons, and Indian hemp. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. What is that? Etc. That's exactly. <laughs> you could leave that in that's what a podcast is like the new imperialism colonies were both produced for, for goods and the market for goods this is oil drugs in Africa would be refined in Europe and sold back to Africans cash crops made in North America were sold to North Americans new imperialism is characterized by large profits through limited military and financial risk as explained the colonies also served as an outlet for surplus material and population in South Africa, for example, the people known as the Boyers today were once Dutch people who migrated due to the enormous population of the Netherlands. New imperialism witnessed the crusade of the Protestant. Protestant? Protestant. There we go. Sorry. Missionaries the most. And then the Roman Catholic. Flag. <laughs> Flag. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Okay, I'm just going to start over. New imperialism witnessed the crusade of the Protestant missionaries the most, and then the Roman Catholic doctrines. This was because the 30-year war from from 1618 (laughs) till 1648 took over Europe and recognized other churches that weren't Catholic. I'm not saying that's Okay, so we just did a breakdown on old imperialism and new imperialism. So now... Just kind of a large summary there. And now we're going to, like, break down on how they are different from each other. So we gave you just, like, a big summary. And so it was a lot. So now we're just going to break it down a bit. So I'm going to focus on new imperialism. 
and much. I will focus on the old imperialism. So, for starters, new imperialism began <laughs> began from the 1870s, and old imperialism started from 1096 and went on till the mid 19th century. A very, very uh, wide range there. New imperialism witnessed industrial revolution where old imperialism witnessed commercial revolutions and that was mainly the mercantile system new imperialism was driven by economic economic objectives where old imperialism was driven by these three objectives um the again once again here we have the three g's god glory and gold Gold, with the discovery of America, Christopher Columbus was richly rewarded. And then with glory, the fame it brings to the explorer and his nation. And God, Europeans believed they had to spread Christianity everywhere. Trivia breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> Question number one. Which of the following countries was, was not involved in the effort to secure colonies in Africa, Asia, and the Middle East at the end of the 19th century? A. Germany, B. Belgium, C. Italy, D. Australia, and E. England. Austria, not Australia. <laughs> All right. No, we're. I'm not. No, <laughs> there's so many mistakes in there because of me. It's Which of the fall? Okay. Question number one. Which of the following countries was not involved in the effort to secure colonies in Africa, Asia, and the Middle East at the end of the 19th century? Germany, Belgium, Italy, Austria, or England? All right, we'll give you a few minutes to think about that. A few minutes. <laughs> All right, a few seconds. So the answer to that one would be letter D, Austria. Austria did not take an active role in the struggle for colonies, Germany, Belgium, Italy, and England established colonies in Africa, Asia, and the Middle East. All right, moving on back to our comparison. Right here. So, new imperialism witnessed the major roles played by Britain, France, Germany, Italy, U.S., Russia, and Belgium. And then... Nations that played a major role in old imperialism were Spain, Portugal, Netherlands, France, and Britain. Spain and Portugal played a predominant role in the 1500s, whereas 1600s major roles were played by France, Britain, and the Netherlands. Under new imperialism, empires were established in Africa and Asia, and there were political and social reforms in those colonies. And then we have old imperialism leading to exploration of new trade routes, establishment of new settlements, <laughs> and then in new establishment of settlements in new lands, and ultimately led to establishment of political rule in those lands. Under new imperialism, isn't it a trivia? Huh? Isn't it grand? Isn't that one in trivia? You want to do trivia? Isn't that what the green means? That there's no, trivia? I was just, I did yellow over blue. Uh, Fine, trivia breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> Question number two. During the 1900s, Amelia P. 
Pankhurst was associated with A, improvement of education, B, the- We didn't talk about her, why are we doing this question? I don't know. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we didn't talk about any of it. Question number two. The 19th century phrase, the white man's burden, reflects the idea that A, Asians and Africans were equal to Europeans, B, Asians and Africans would be grateful for European help, C, imperialism was opposed by most Europeans, D, Europeans had a responsibility to improve the lives of their colonial people, or E, democracy was the best form of government for Asia and Africa. And All the right. answer is... If Emily didn't give that away too much. <laughs> yeah. We have letter D. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I'd read all that. All right. Um, the white man's burden reflects the idea that Europeans had a responsibility to improve the lives of their colonial people. All right, moving Back on. Back to the comparison. <laughs> <laughs> so, under new imperialism, nations ruled smaller colonial areas. Nations like Belgium and France made use of the policy Whereas Britain used an indirect ruler system. Rule system, not ruler, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Is this new or old? Under new and. Okay, this is also for new imperialism. Under new imperialism, there were rise in racial segregation. Alrighty. We got. <laughs> few more here. <laughs> Old imperialism, a single nation used to control large geographical areas. The people of the land conquered by Spain were subjected to forced labor, whereas Britain had established a policy of limited self-rule. New imperialism wanted precious metals, cotton, vegetable oil, dyes, etc. <laughs> and etc. <cetera. laughs> And then old imperialism sought different goods like spices and cash crops from Asia, land from North America, etc. Okay, trivia breakdown. <laughs> Number three, which of the following was a result of? You know what? We're not doing that one. That one's. There's nothing to do with this. Next. Should I say trivia breakdown again? Trivia breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. The Boxer Rebellion of the early 20th century was an attempt to A. Eliminate poverty among the Chinese peasants B. Bring Western-style democracy to China C. Restore trade between China and European nations D. Introduce communism or E. <laughs> remove foreign influences from China <laughs> Alright, yet again, Emily um, If you guys know, think you know what the answer is <laughs> We have letter E! <laughs> and the Boxer Rebellion of the early 20th century was an attempt to remove foreign influences from China. In the 1890s, anti-foreign feelings were high in China because many Chinese resented the growing influence of foreign powers such as Great Britain, France, and Germany. Where were we? I think... Are we here? Yep. Okay. So under new imperialism, colonies served as an outlet for larger populations. For example, people from the Netherlands were settled in huge numbers in South Africa. 
old imperialism wanted ivory and human, human labor from Africa. Under new imperial no. Yep. 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 Under new imperialism, <laughs> colonies are both produce producers and markets for goods. For example, the oil pr- produced in Africa was taken to Europe for refining the oil. After refining the oil in Europe, it was sold back in Africa market. And then with old imperialism, colonies were producers of goods. Wow. <laughs> New imperialism used better technologies compared to old imperialism. Some of the most significant technologies improved were use of railroads, steamboats for faster and easier transportation of men and material for faster and easier communication, telegraphs were used, machine guns were used for military purposes, vaccines were developed for treatment of disease. Alrighty. And then we have technologies in old imperialism we have the musket the naval vessels that were created and cannons for military purposes by the time the railroad and steam engines came around the telegraph was invented and old imperialism almost came to an end marking the beginning of new imperialism under new imperialism Residents given by colonies to the rulers failed multiple times due to the use of weapons and various other technologies developed by colonial rulers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> under old imperialism, <laughs> stiff resistance was offered to the colonial rulers. Reasons for the end of new imperialism were world wars, native uprisings, and native uprisings. There's <laughs> and then, no more. Finally, the to wrap up our differences, but we still have similarities. Yay! <laughs> we have the reasons for the end of old imperialism. We have the industrial development. The cost of maintaining colonies outweighed the benefits of accruing for them. Nationalistic movements and the Na- Napoleonic Wars. Okay, so moving on. That was a lot. We're so sorry. The similarities. This We're one will done, be. We promise. Yes, this one will go a little <laughs> bit faster. There's only ten. So similarities between the only. two. <laughs> um, for first off, both periods were shaped by an elite political control. How fun. All right, then we have the government in both periods legitimized their authoritarian, non-representative methods with claims of progress and maintenance of order. Then we have... Trivia breakdown! Yeah, (laughs) trivia breakdown. (laughs) Last one, guys. Okay, so a major goal of the... Meiji restoration was the... (laughs) (laughs) The the Meiji... Meiji... Miji restorations was to focus on A, isolating Japan from the influences of foreign ideas, B, existing, exiting, peaceful <laughs> with their Asian neighbors, C, increasing no. the, em- <laughs> increasing the in- <laughs> emperor's power by returning <laughs> Japan to a federal political system, D, modernizing Japan. D. D. <laughs> Modernizing Japan's 
economy to compete with Western nations, or E, encouraging European powers to open up trading rights to China. All right. Um, answers Emily. are in. Answers are in. The yeah. answer to that is D. What a shocker. <laughs> During the Meiji Restoration, beginning in 1867, Japan's leaders focused on modernizing Japan's economy in order to compete with Western nations. Yay! And then uh, to finish up these similarities, we have the expert-oriented development function to integrate the colony into the world economy. Then we have sharp social and racial divisions that were maintained. Examples of this are... Mexican and Indonesian... (laughs) <laughs> Mexico and Indonesia. <laughs> and then we have South Africa had sh- some racial divisions with Europe- the Europeans and Africans. There we go. Gender division of labor intensifies. And then we have paternalist racist colonial culture increasing inequalities while ignoring needed social reforms and we have system of exploration and and we're moving on (laughs) (laughs) exploration and indebtedness were imposed then the proceed precedents wow of administrations legal and educational systems british india french Senegal. Senegal. Dutch. Java. They <laughs> continue to be used. And then we have the recruitment of one group against another. Favored minorities like Christian converts converts or Western educated youths. These were these were used for civil service or police. And finally, Europeans tended to concentrate in urban areas or Provisional towns. Yeah. Alrighty, that is all that we have for Thank you today. You so much for Thank you for watching. Listening. We hope you learned lots about new imperialism and old imperialism. We know we did.